Hello, my name is Carrie, and this is the Blanky Blog. I'm so glad we found each other. If you are new to the podcast, you might not know that my premise really is that lullabies are not just for babies, and everyone can use a soothing word. I have sinned. That might be a weird way to start a podcast, but maybe you can relate. Have you ever done something you maybe wish you hadn't done? Um, it was not the right thing to do, and you wonder what on earth possessed you to do that? Well, I have done that recently, and it is, um, I'm paying very heavy consequences for it. I must say that a lot of people who love me unconditionally came to my aid and wanted to defend me and think of all the reasons that I must have done what I did. And yeah, there's plenty of justification. But this conversation is not about that. I think it is very, very important to look at the situation and recognize all of the feelings, all of the factors that are within my control, and really try to release those negative components that are completely, they were completely in my control, they're completely my responsibility. I want to own them and get to the place where I have learned everything I can from the situation, and that I can forgive myself, forgive anyone else in the situation who maybe needs forgiving, whether they think so, they think so or not, and, um, and just get to a place of, of clarity, again, forgiveness and freedom. So I wanted to look at, was there arrogance? Was there a sense of disrespect? Was there a disregard for someone else's opinion? Did I have fear? Huh, boy, did I ever have fear on a lot of fronts. And uh, have you noticed that fear sometimes, well, I don't know if it ever promotes good behavior. I mean, if you're, if we're in danger and a tiger is chasing us, or I mean, not that that happens to very many of us very often, but something like that, where we are terrified because we are literally in physical danger and we need to run. I would say that that fear is, is, is serving us in a good way. It is a triggering our sympathetic nervous system. It's sending all of our energy to our muscles in our legs and in our arms so that we can either fight or flight or freeze or hide. That serves a good purpose. But when that fear remains, or maybe when that fear is based on something imaginary, or maybe when that fear is based on information that's diab diab diabolically, I was going to say diabolically opposed, <laughs> diametrically opposed to the information maybe that the other person has, and you can't get to a place of agreeing to disagree, you're not going to change the other person's mind. And so really digging in our heels, uh, blaming the other person, oh, that just doesn't serve any good purpose. So I am working through my regret and, and some of the, the feelings and 
I bet you can relate to this. And, and, and I will say, hopefully you can relate to this because I think often we, we get stuck in the process. We don't get to, to the point where, gosh, I have done everything that is within my control to do. I have looked realistically about what is my responsibility in this. I have evaluated the the emotions and then cleared those. So I went through um, regret and terror and anger and resentment and blame. <laughs> Don't we want to get into blame? No, no, this is this uh, this is not my fault. Okay, I I didn't stay in blame very long. Shame. Uh, we can stay there a really long time. We are so ashamed. I think and Brené Brown, the um vulnerability researcher would tell us that guilt serves a good purpose, but blame doesn't. And so I was in that, and I, and the distinction is guilt is I have done something wrong. Shame is I am something wrong. So my encouragement to you is not to stay there. So I went from blame, blame to shame to guilt. Yes, I'm owning whatever part of this is mine. And because I want to learn and have different behavior, different attitudes going forward, I'm going to work to eradicate that. Now, if you have a lot of history with me and with this podcast, you know that I am an EFT practitioner. EFT stands for Emotional Freedom Techniques. Uh, it, some people call it tapping. I refer to my practice as prayerful tapping because I start and end every session with a prayer a simple prayer because I know that I'm trained, I'm experienced, I'm good. But, oh my goodness, God in me, ah, incalculably better. So this is a technique, and I, ha I again, I have lots of episodes and uh, that, that talk about EFT, but there are many, uh, uh, many different tools that we can use to work our way through painful emotions that don't serve us. I will post a lot of these on the website, theblanky.blog. You're probably heard it, hearing this through a podcast ser service. Uh, but if you do go to theblanky.blog, this is episode 41, and you should be able to find it simply, and you can find the resources there. But Byron Katie, I've cited before, she talks, she calls hers, her practice, the work. Um, prayer is very, very effective. You can spend time in meditation. You can do journaling. You can do prayerful tapping or EFT and clear those emotions. So I got through the blame, you know, I'm, I'm, learning from the guilt, but I don't have to stay in that place. And then I'm teasing that apart. Okay, where do I have disrespect for the other person? Where do I have disrespect for the other person's point of view? Where do I have disrespect for their authority over their own life? 
really how they conduct their life? If it's not taking away my rights and harming me, then they have every right to conduct their right their life the way they see fit. And it is really arrogant of me. It's really unproductive. It's unloving of me to um, feel like I should be so arrogant to be able to dictate to others what choices they make. And uh, there's so much of this happening. There are, there's so much divisiveness. And so if we can think about what is our business, what is our responsibility, what is really hurting us, and if we di agree to disagree and the other person doesn't like it, we are honest and we face the consequences of that disagreement. When we are calm, when we are communicating, when we are respectful, uh, something that I did was immersed myself in the other person's point of view. And I came to this conclusion. Wow, if that's what I was watching, I would think that my position is indefensible, perhaps even crazy. I get it. So that has been a, an extremely valuable exercise to put myself in somebody else's shoes. <sighs> so the some other emotions have been sadness, um, longing, and I have come to a place of, I think, may, maybe not completely, but trying to forgive my role, understanding, uh, I was so vo motivated by fear, confusion. I didn't have a lot of clarity in the situation. And so I didn't make a well thought out decision. And I am so sad for the people who might have been hurt, <laughs> including me. I'm so sad for me too. And yet, that's not going to be a good place to stay anyway. Just think if I were still wallowing in shame and sadness and longing, I would not do the work of this podcast. And I believe that this podcast is part of my purpose on this earth. Some people will like it. Some people will hate it. And that's okay. And I suspect... <laughs> That if you've gotten this far in this episode, you probably don't hate it because you could have easily turned it off. So I thank you for listening. And I encourage you, you know, in my, in my faith as a Christian, this is the holiest of weeks of the year. And I'm so thankful that I am forgiven. And I am just... Um, internalizing. I'm just taking in the gift of love. And this would be my encouragement for you. I, I don't know if you've ever heard this expression, but my mom used to say, and it's, it's commonly said, that our children, our teenagers, our, our, um, our spouses, our friends, 
they most need a hug when maybe they don't deserve it or when maybe when we're struggling the most in our relationship. And a lot of us are not together physically, but I encourage you to send out heart energy. And what I mean by that is simply this. So think about where you feel most loved in your life. I feel most loved by God. I can also um, feel very, very loved by some other people, grandmothers, um, uh, you know, people who I know are in my corner. And I just take in all of that love and light through the top of my head. You can just sit quietly with your eyes closed and just take all of that light and love and transport yourself to a place where you feel so loved and so supported. And then you transfer that from your mind down to your heart. And then you can either gesture with your hands out in front of you, or you can just imagine your hands out in front of you. And you energetically, with great passion, send that heart energy to the person you want to envelop in love. You're sending out that heart energy, not because you want to manipulate them, but because you want to show them love above everything else, above the political conflicts or the social conflicts or the religious conflicts or all of the conflicts. There is love love for every individual. Right now I'm sending out generalized heart energy to all of you who are listening. And then after I wrap up this recording, I'm going to sit here again and send heart energy to all of those people with whom my relationship is struggling because I love them dearly. And that's how we raise, that's how we raise <laughs> the love level of this whole world. We are so loved. So please share it with others. And I wish you many, many blessings. Consider yourself tucked in. Love lifted me. Love lifted me when I was down and out. Love lifted me. Love set me free. Love set me free when nothing else would do. Love.